Welcome to episode 9 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, and with me, as always, is Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. Welcome back, guys. Hello. Hello, hello. We've done this nine weeks in a row. Crazy. I'm proud of us. Yeah, I'm proud of us, too. Eight more episodes than I thought we'd get. (laughs) Well, that's a pessimistic way to do things. Thank you for having no faith. Uh, (laughs) Anyway... A Wild Podcast Has Appeared is a weekly podcast, comes out every Thursday, and uh, you guessed it, we cover all things Pokemon. Trading card games, uh, console games, Pokemon Go, Pokemon stuff, you name it. It's got Pokemon in front of it. We're talking about it. Uh, We break up the show in this way. We do a bunch of news up front, and at the very uh, middle, we take a little short break. We come back, we do a deep dive on something, something that usually gets us fired up uh, or, you know, for something that big that may have happened over the last week. And then Christian gives us the fan favorite segment of the show, the Pokemon Fact of the Week. And we also review your reviews of our show at the very end of the show, mm-hmm. where if we read your review, and it's five stars on iTunes, and we read it on the air, we're going to send you a comicbook.com t-shirt. Look at that. It's pretty cool. Don't you and like you free get, You get free stuff for listening to the show. Come on, free clothes. That's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. And our shirts are pretty good. 10 out of 10 soft. We still got to send some to Christian. We still have not done that. We'll probably yep. do that. Still, we'll probably do that this quick. week. Sorry, Christian. It's anyway, okay. uh, some big-ish news on the Pokemon Go front uh, this week. Uh, there is a tease for Team Rocket, yep. which is uh, pretty cool. Yeah, this one this one is something that fans have been clamoring clamoring for for a while. So at Pokemon Go Fest two weekends ago, uh, they had like this photobomb thing where you know part of the special event that was there was you had to go and try to find Pokemon that photobombed your photos, and or eventually it all led up to you getting the mythical Pokemon Jirachi. However, at the end of every day, um, people who are taking photos using their AR camera feature would notice Team Rocket members in their camera. And they always kind of looked surprised, like, oh, my God, you found me. Um, <laughs> they, they didn't do anything with that that we know of. They haven't made any announcements about it or anything like that. We, we do still have two Pokemon Go Fests to, uh, to go later this summer. So it's possible we won't hear anything about it until those wrap up. But the other interesting part was that... Um, the latest update contained a code for purified Pokemon. Um, I don't so this know. This is you... totally brand new. I have no idea what purified Pokemon are, so you're going to have to. Explain. <laughs> so purified Pokemon is not a brand new concept. Actually, it first mm-hmm. popped up in Pokemon Coliseum, which was a GameCube game in which players um, had to uh, purify shadow Pokemon, which were Pokemon that had their emotions removed. Okay. So the Running theory is that somehow this Team Rocket event or tease could tie into this entire Purify Pokemon content, or it could be nothing. <laughs> I mean, also let, an let's option. Be let's be honest. Uh, the Pokemon Go people know that we look into their code. Um, they they straight up told me last year that you know we know that you guys dig into stuff and don't be surprised if further down the lo- uh, road. We just toss stuff in there to, you know, mess with you guys. 
So the, it could all That's be shady. nothing. But what? That's shady. I mean, I get yeah. it, but <laughs> whatever. Like, you know what else is shady? Yeah, Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Uh, oh. <laughs> I don't feel like we're going to be starting a podcast on that game. Oh, man. What a shame. Yeah. What a shame. It makes us wasn't... just even even the most devout Pokemon Go hater has to appreciate a little bit I, more I, in comparison now. I downloaded it and didn't even get past finishing making my avatar. That's how frustrated I sort of got with the startup process. It's, it's just so it, clunky. Yeah, it's a very messy game. It's very cluttered. Um, there's a lot going on. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Like. I don't particularly want to capture Hagrid 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> what? Whatever. Really? I will yeah. say this, though, and then we can stop talking about Harry Potter, mm-hmm. but there is a there is a, an animation in the game, so, like, when you're driving or you're going quickly in the game, it does the same thing. You can't, you can't use it like Pokemon Go. Right. But your avatar is, like, riding on a broomstick, and oh, now that's... I'm just super angry that there's not an animation in Pokemon Go where we're on our bike like from the games. Like, why are we not on a bicycle? Why are we running? I know there's running shoes in Pokemon, obviously. That That's was, a thing, but I really do kind of now want a bike because they had all the different bikes you could get. Yeah. And now I'm upset. That was a really fantastic way to bring it all back around to Pokemon. I appreciate yeah. that. You know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm skilled in it. We've been doing this nine episodes now. If I couldn't at least do a solid segue, what have I been doing? <laughs> okay, but Megan brings up a pretty good point. So, uh, so it's, it's interesting because... Wizards Unite introduces basically a lot of junk, right? Mm -hmm. And it's all stuff that theoretically, if they wanted to bring into Pokemon Go, they could. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if... You would think that they've learned a ton of lessons from Pokemon Go, and so Wizards Unite would theoretically be a better game than Pokemon Go that then they could experiment with, and then, you know, Mm. features could be sort of tossed back and forth a bit. Perfect example Mm -hmm. is the broomstick when you're in a car thing. Like, that may Mm -hmm. be the only redeeming thing (laughs) that comes from Wizards (laughs) Unite into Pokemon Go if we get, like, a bike of some sort. But it... I want to see, and it's and it's funny. I want to find a way to bring this all back to to Team Rocket because I want to see more of the like Team Rocket or there's more humanoid ish type stuff in the in Wizards Unite mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that I would love to see brought over. I think uh, to Pokemon Go mm-hmm. and you know with things like potentially a Team Rocket thing feels like maybe that's something where they'll go. Uh, but but I don't know. It, it's just well, see, the, the big thing that's missing from Pokemon Go at this point is there's no story. I mean, even yes. even the main series games, you know, have some sort of plot line. They're usually paper thin. You don't really pay too much attention to them. But a plot line is there. And yeah. Pokemon Go, there's none of that. It's I mean, still really tied to just research. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's really... Like, listen, Pokemon are in the real world. That's it. That's the story. <laughs> and, um, you know, that that's fine. And while, you know, Harry Potter Wizards Unite tries to do way too much out of the gate, you know, with Pokemon Go, the issue was after that initial yeah. Yeah, gimmick was over, people were like, okay, where's, where's the content? And they've added that content over time. 
like, you know, I, I think that Pokemon Go is a really great game to play like 15, 20 minutes a day yep. um, while you're out and about. Like, I, I, I really enjoyed the amount of content I get for a free to play game. Um, but I really wish there was just a little bit more, like something that would like actively draw me in because even the events are like, OK, Articuno is at all gyms. And it's like, OK, that's cool. I'm going to go and do a couple of gyms until I catch myself an Articuno. And then I'm going to not think about Pokemon Go for the rest of the day. But mm -hmm. if there was like some event, like Team Rocket is invading all the gyms and you have to go and clean them all out. Mm -hmm. You know, that something that would actively get me to go from gym to gym mm -hmm. or participate group to go and do that. Um, so this is something that the fan base has kind of like asked for for a while since back in 2016. I mean, that's how far back people like bring us Team Rocket. So I, I'm optimistic that Niantic is listening to us and that they're going to do something kind of cool as we enter now year four of yeah. this game. Mm -hmm. Would you rather... Now, I know Pokemon Go trades on a lot of nostalgia value with, mm -hmm. with the game. I'm almost surprised that if they do go down this route that they do not give us a different... Like a Pokemon Go-specific gang... As opposed mm -hmm. to bringing back Team Rocket or using any of the other ones from mm -hmm. other yeah. games. The, the spinoff games that we've seen so far, like, you know, for instance, Pokemon Coliseum, uh, as an example, all use new games. Um, so I'm, I'd be a little bit surprised that they got to use Team Rocket. But then again, this is a game that also has Ash Hat Pikachu. That's true. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I think that they're a little... And they, they run active uh, promotions with the anime and the movies and stuff like that. So I think that they have a little bit more leeway to tap into some of that more nostalgic, plastic elements of the game. Could like, I don't think we'll ever see, like, Giovanni right. pop up. Mm -hmm. But I think that, you know, the Team Rocket name... Like, why not? Sure. Mm -hmm. Could this be building to something for Mewtwo Strikes Back? I mean, I... It could, because obviously Team Rocket does have a presence in that film. Mm -hmm. I think more likely for something like that, it'll probably be like T-shirts or, you know, special like gift boxes, you know, promotions like that. Or you'll just see a, like a raise in those um, spawn rates for the Pokemon that are featured in yeah. those films. I'm still a fan of them putting in brand new code for the cloned Pokemon because I, mm -hmm. would, I would do a lot to get me a clone Charizard because that, or clone Pikachu. I mean, ideally, I think with this like Team Rocket situation, like what I would want is like some like full blown story where like the research gets taken over and Team Rocket's trying to like steal the research and you have to do like mm -hmm. all these like quests to like stop that happening. Do I think Nine yeah. Tech will put the effort into a story like that off the bat without them having tested something like this before? No. Mm -hmm. Christian, you, you but, played Ingress, right? Yeah. Does Ingress have story? Yeah, they have a like a it's a it's more of a continuous story. I mean, that that game is built on a storyline where mm, there's right. basically two competing factions. One is this like, you know, enlightened group and another is a more insurgent territory. And so there's there's bits of storyline that tacks into it. I think the anime that just came out on Netflix mm -hmm. uh, probably has more storyline than Let's hope. and <laughs> uh, what they had in the game, but at the same time, the the other thing they did was they would occasionally do these like live news updates where it would launch events, 
mm-hmm. um, where they'd be like, oh, here's what's going on. And that would kind of build into stuff, which we haven't really seen too much in Pokemon Go, not to the same extent. Um, but, you know, I, I think that... So this, this could teasing- be pot- potentially a Pokemon Company thing and not a Niantic thing. Yeah, it, it, it's possible. I, I think that for all of Pokemon Go's flaws... Um, they do know what they're doing when it comes to the fan base and kind of like the slow and steady build. Mm-hmm. And so I think Pokemon Company, if they were going to interfere, they would have done so right. a long mm-hmm. time ago. Yeah, yeah. I think probably they're just wanting, I mean, as much as we hate it because we are Pokemon like fanatics, we want more, mm-hmm. we want more, we want more. They're very casual gamers that I know who are totally satisfied with what the product <laughs> Pokemon Go yeah. is. And they don't want all that extra stuff. If they wanted that extra stuff, they would play the Pokemon console games. Or, I mean, like the the handheld console games. Right. Um, and they they don't play those handheld console games because they don't want it. They don't yeah. want that story. They have zero interest in that. But they will absolutely love to play Pokemon Go for 30 minutes a day, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So I, yep. I think it's a balance between not wanting to alienate those people who we three have trouble relating to because <laughs> we're just over here like, give me more Team Rocket. Um, but while also trying to add in new elements to keep these kind of hardcore gamers around. It's a tough balance. Um, but of all the companies who I can think will handle it gracefully is the Pokemon company. Um, yeah. It's just what time frame will it be on. Mm-hmm. So. Fingers crossed, because I want me some Team Rocket drama. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. And I think, you know, they're starting to run out of Pokemon to add to this game. I mean, we're over the halfway point. Mm -hmm. They've mentioned multiple times they have a long-term plan for Pokemon Go, and I think that Team Rocket could be a part of that. All right. Cloned Pokemon. (laughs) Coming back to it. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Uh, to something that has popped back up that I loved <laughs> when it when it first came out, and I found myself. I said, I told Megan yesterday, I could not stop hitting the random button. Poke <laughs> Fusions, bless. Right, bless. Chris, you want to give us the background on Poke Fusions, and then we'll all go, then we'll go into it. So a few years ago, I I can't even remember how long ago this was. To Feels be honest. like forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a web. There are several websites which have these like Poke Fusions, where it basically takes elements from two Pokemon and combines them into either something delightful or something horrifying. <laughs> uh, so this has been around forever. Occasionally you see it pop up. Like, you know, if you follow a lot of Pokemon accounts on Twitter, you know, this this has never, like, gone away. But for whatever reason, there was a meme that went viral and it was, like, something like the first thing that you pop up on your Pokefusion is your new government-sponsored starter Pokemon. And so people went nuts with it over the weekend. And we got a lot of weird and horrifying things that came out of it. So um, so the main one, the one that, that kind of kicked it all off, basically just took the sprites of the first 150 mm-hmm. yep. from, um, I can't remember which It was like Pokemon game. Black and White. I was about to say, it was one of the older ones. Because yeah. that, oh, uh, that, this were, is, that this were colorized. And basically, yeah. the first Pokemon would be the face and the color. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the second Pokemon you chose would be the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And holy moly, there are, some, there are some horrifying ones that I've seen out there. Anything that yes. involves Army. Like, there's the, you know, it's got the jewel for a head. Yeah. It all looks <laughs> 
something out of like HP Lovecraft. It's yeah. freaky yeah. as hell. I thought it uh-huh. looked like something different that I can't say in order to preserve our uh, <laughs> writing. Uh, <laughs> there's some, there's some terror, like all the ones I will say there are some like terrifyingly cool ones. Like all the ones that I've seen with like Marowak, mm-hmm. they're like mm-hmm. so cool. Cause it's just like, I saw like a, um, Aerodactyl Marowak combination. It was just like a completely fossilized, like, but moving, that's like living cool. Aerodactyl. And I was like, that's so cool. A I want that. A lot of the, uh, a Skeleton lot of the, the ones where, where you put Jiggly, Jigglypuff's face on stuff, mm-hmm. uh, were a lot of fun. I also loved, uh, cause, cause you also get names yeah. for yeah. these too. And if you, uh, use a Hitmonlee face and, um, a Kingler body, you got oh Hitler. Oh, <laughs> Christian just oh. put them together, and the look oh. on his face when uh, it connected. Oh. I know, but there's a bunch of those like that. Yeah, like some that are absolutely NSFW. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot of ones where you involve lick a tongue. Uh, yeah, are yep. forever creepy. Um, Nightmare fuel. I like I like trying to like put. Like take the starters and give them like different colors based off the other like starter Pokemon. So like, mm-hmm. what would a, a a plant type Charizard look like? Mm-hmm. Or, uh, so mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun. I like also like putting a lot of heads onto Mewtwo's body. Yeah, yeah. He's just kind of one of those anthropomorphic Pokemon yeah. that work. I will say, probably my favorite that I've seen and I've seen a lot of like fan art for was <laughs> um like. <laughs> was like Venusaur body, but Dudong's coloring and face because oh. it, no, 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 no. It's actually really cute. <laughs> like everyone was talking about like that, this shouldn't work. Like it shouldn't work. But like so much fan art has come up and it's basically this little derpy looking Venusaur <laughs> with like a really cute round face. He's just smiling <laughs> the whole time. And I'm like that. That is my government starter Pokemon. <laughs> I don't even know. I can't even remember what I was assigned to. It was something stupid. But that Venusaur, I don't even know what his my, name is. My, my first one was really, really dumb. Are you mm. ready for this? It was uh, an Abra head on a Kakuna body. That's just upsetting. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's so upsetting. So Listen, you would be one of those trainers that hang out at like Route 2 just to get their butts handed to them by every single like <laughs> trainer that you know you know passes by. Some people are, are born to be the winners. I mean, look, look psychic bug Pokemon that I can just use Harden uh, over and over and over again. Levitate and, yourself and, and, and scare everyone. Yeah. Did you do it, Hofford? Did you get one? Oh yeah, of course. I, I got the uh, head of a Bulbasaur and the body of a Bulbasaur. Ah. Uh, uh-huh. Ah. Uh. What luck? Yeah. So no, what was the question? But like, what was the name of that Pokemon? Bulbasaur. Ah, that mm. sounds fake, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what I did. I, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't hold any. Stock You've got your in computer me. in front of you right now. Pull it up while while Megan and I, Megan and I vamp, because okay. one of the other ones that I saw that also has great uh, combinations is uh, using the Snorlax body. Oh. Yeah. Um, but but also. Using Firo's face mm-hmm. on anything is oh, God. Yeah. terrifying. Uh, Firo and Zapdos mm. got were, were very, very like weird, startling-looking things. Mm-hmm. All right, Christian, who do you got? Uh, this one came up with Ry- the face of Rhydon and the body of Nidorina. So it was Ryrena, and it actually looks pretty not 
So it looks terrible. like Nido King, basically. Yeah, yeah it, it kind of looks like a narwhal with legs. Oh, all right. <laughs> you also... know, because it's got got the horn and but it's got this like gray body. Mm. Um, you know, it's got got Nidorina's ears, but other than that, like I said, it, it kind of looks like a narwhal with legs. Um, or or a female Rhydon. <laughs> Really? <laughs> Naturally. I will say this. Some people took it too far. Way too far. And there was like one Twitter account that like popped up and I think I wanted to block it, but I was too scared <laughs> because I didn't even want to acknowledge it existed. But they just went through and they did the like the body of Eevee, but with every Pokemon. Uh, and they were like, what would happen if Eevee was like <laughs> having eggs with every kind of Pokemon? I was like, I don't want to know this. I don't want to know this. This has officially gone too far. We have taken technology too far. <laughs> and then one, that's one when I the quickly ones, closed my browser and went outside. <laughs> it reminded one myself. One I, I really loved was laptops, which is the <laughs> face of Lapras and the body of like, the Bootops. And so I saw some fan art where it's just like, oh, there's laptops. You know, he's just your typical corporate Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) With his giant claws in a cubicle somewhere. Uh, I I relate to that concept. (laughs) (laughs) I spiritually connect with that Uh, Pokemon. Another another one that if you want to make some horrifying uh, creations of is uh, using an Omastar face on anything. Oh, Oh my gosh. Yep. Weird mm-hmm. technical faces. Oh, just had to say that. that, uh, that so anyway. And on that note. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go make your own and let us know. Uh, send them to us. You know, you can on, on Twitter and we'll we'll share the, the heck out of those. Even mm-hmm. the scary ones. Especially the, the scary ones. Especially the upsetting ones. But also the adorable ones. Yeah. Uh, so our next news item is a pretty cool sociological experiment. Mm-hmm. Yes. There are a lot of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah, over 800. Over 800. Mm. Someone on Reddit wanted to find out if every Pokemon was somebody's favorite. Mm. And put out a poll and said, tell us who your favorite Pokemon is. And out of the over 800, only four sad, lonely souls were not chosen. Uh. Christian, who were they? They were Silcoon. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Gothita, Electric, and Young Goose. Justice so, for Young Goose. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of surprised about the lack of Young that Young Goose wasn't somebody's favorite, but maybe his hairstyle has turned a lot of people off in today's but you modern. But you would have thought at least there is someone who yeah. would have picked that one. Like creature is terrifying obviously like i would not want to be it's like the most terrifying yappy steroid laden poodle ever that attitude but it's cute it kind of looks like a deranged ferret <laughs> like i don't know i was surprised to see that one so coon though yeah i'm fine with i got so i always get so annoyed when that thing pops up in a game i'm just like Poor nope Silcoon. i can't do it today I can't deal with you today. Uh, I mean, the, 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 the poll was interesting. I mean, there were 52,000 participants. It was very skewed towards the first four generations, which makes sense because yeah. of Reddit demographics. Right. So I wouldn't call this a scientific poll by any stretch of the imagination. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did, you know, prove something pretty important that Bulbasaur is among the best Pokemon of all time. So but where did I'm it okay rank? With this. Number four. Didn't Number even make four. the top three, Hoffer. <laughs> I mean, it was it's because, you know, it's Reddit, so it is still 
largely sucks. Do you have the but, do you have the list in front of you? Of like I have the, the top, top five. Okay, what are, yeah. what are the top five? Uh, Charizard was the most popular. Naturally. Uh, followed by Gengar, Arcanine, Bulbasaur, and I actually put Arcanine twi- uh, twice in this article, which, oops. Um, so let Thanks, me Christian. pull up. Yeah, I know, Fun. I know. I'm surprised uh, Pikachu's not up there, or Eevee, considering those yeah. are like the mascots for I, the franchise okay. at this point. So there are, of the, the of all the Pokemon, actually, so uh, there are three Pokemon that I will stan all the time. Okay. Gengar, mm-hmm. Golem, mm-hmm. and Electabuzz. Mm. Big fans mm. of those three. Mm-hmm. But don't, don't Such a random list. list. But <laughs> like, I get, I get Gengar, like Golem, okay, and then you've got like freaking Electabuzz. Like, I love Electabuzz, man. Who man, needs a phone charger when you have Electabuzz so in your party? I love Electabuzz so much. I've, I've never been able to get into Electabuzz or Magmar. They both kind of look like, you know, these like frat dudes who... <laughs> oh my like, gosh. Only in fire and electric form. So like, I... I so I am shocked that Gengar is up that high. I'm I'm not. Uh, you know, once again, you know, it was the original like Edge Lord Pokemon. So sure. you know, all all the creepy kids in grade school. Um, you know, I would have thought Haunter would have been upstanding adult. Yeah, that's, I, always I, thought, that's, I always thought Haunter was more the fan favorite of those than Gengar. Yeah, I know I always preferred Haunter yeah. to Gengar. But, but you know, Gengar's, Gengar was actually edgy. I mean, you know, that that was the actual creepy one. Haunter's, you know, he's kind of like smiling. He's got his hands. He, he got really defanged because of the anime. But, yeah. you know, Gengar maintained that, like, kind of, like, darkness to it. You know, he was the original dark Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That and Mewtwo. Mewtwo's the other, like, original edgelord Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, so that's the thing, too, where, like, like Mewtwo and Pikachu not in the top five. Well, Pikachu, um, again, you know, there's not a lot of, like, nine-year-olds on Reddit. True. So that, that that's the reason why Pikachu's not farther up the list. Mewtwo cracked the top ten. Um, it, it came in number nine, and that's because, you know, Eevee's always, or not Mewtwo, Eevee, I'm sorry. Hoffer, I have um, a very important question. Yes. Where is Vaporeon on this list? Uh, let me let me pull it because up here one second. if my Vaporeon is not at least within the top 20, Reddit and this city has failed me. <laughs> and I'm going to have to go full Oliver Queen to get revenge. It is 53rd. What? It's 52nd. It's 52nd. It is Out of right below Growlithe and right above Mew. Okay. Below Growlithe. I, okay. It is also below Pikachu, I'm sorry to say. See, I can accept that because much like Jim has his favorites, my three like forever will always catch or evolve is Vaporeon, mm-hmm. Arcanine, and Ninetales. Hmm. So I got my Arcanine up there so I can deal with Growlithe. And Ninetales okay was 16th. So. Ninetales was 16th? Yeah. There we go. Okay. okay. Justice for yeah, Ninetales. So. But, you know, uh, Bulbasaur's number four. It beat out. All the other starter Pokemon. So, where does the next it. original starter show up on the list? Uh, Squirtle's at fourteen, and Squirtle Charmander. beat Charmander. Yeah, yeah, Charmander's down at thirty-two. But I think <gasps> that you know a lot of that vote got taken up by Charizard, uh, who's number one. Okay. I mean, like I love Bulbasaur, but I will admit that Charizard looks a lot cooler than Venusaur. Like you know, Bulbasaur is just the Ashes. Bulbasaur had the right idea. Don't evolve. <laughs> <laughs> just stay cute. You just stay adorable and loyal and not froggy. What's um, it about Ash's Pokemon that just don't, they just want to stay children forever? 
Well, they saw what happened to Charizard. And, we're just- <laughs> oh, <laughs> and Butterfree, also. Butterfree <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. Butterfree just <laughs> left. <laughs> Butterfree started a family oh, oh, and left. Scoped out. <laughs> yeah, the, everyone else is just like, you know what? I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> just being here. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to move along. When we get back, Christian was at the North American Championship mm-hmm. for Pokemon. And mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that and his hands-on experience with Sword and Shield when we get back. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Christian, was it everything you had hoped? It, it was. Um, it was um, a fun experience. Sword and Shield was freaking fantastic. Um, it mm. was a total surprise. Um, you know, uh, they didn't announce that they were doing a hands-on beforehand. So, like, I walked into the convention center where this was taking place. I was like, oh, what, what's that over there? And then I saw, like, Sword and Shield, and it, like, took me, like, a, a solid, like, 10 seconds for me to realize, like, oh, my God, this is the actual the games are demo here. of Sword and Shield. And so, like, my wife and child and my mother-in-law were with me. And I literally was like, well, I'm going to stand in line and wait for this. So you guys have fun. <laughs> the line. And my, my wife was actually just coming off ankle surgery. So she's, like, on a scooter. <laughs> and she's like, oh, oh okay, well, you, you have fun. We're going to look for Pikachu, I guess. Mm. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, I had my priorities straight. So tell us about uh, it. Yeah. Is okay. it- Give me the full details. Yeah. I'm over here like salivating for details. <laughs> so the demo was, it, it was the same demo that we got, that they got at E3. At E3. So it was uh, Ness's gem. Uh, the first part about it was um, you had a little puzzle, so they're keeping some of the gym puzzles. This mm. one was, um, they had giant like Mario pipes full of water that were spraying down on certain areas that you couldn't pass. And so you had to find the switches to turn those off while battling different Pokemon along I the way. I hated the, the trainer puzzles that had in, mm-hmm. involved like teleporters. Yeah. And it would send you to like random ass parts of the, the gym map. I hated that. But anyway, continue. So that that was the first part. You you had, I think there was three different gym battles or three different trainers that you battled. One had Impidimp. Um, I, I used the Amper the entire time. So, uh, so Is what, he really a good boy? Oh, he's the best boy. He <laughs> so, is. who did they give you as a team for like for Pokemon to use in battle? They gave you the th- they basically gave you all the new Pokemon that uh, we've seen so far. So they gave you the three starters. Okay. They gave you Yamper. They gave you Wooloo, and they gave you Corviknight. Uh, is Corviknight uh, like super so, badass? What was that? Was Corviknight Cor- super badass? I only used it once. I mean, he's a huge Pokemon compared Christian. to the other ones. I I, I saw somebody. Um, actually, Dynamax them, you know, Corviknight, and he was just huge, just a <laughs> big freaking metal bird that just blowing up stuff. So, so you <laughs> told us that there is more to Dynamax than we first originally thought. Yeah. So a lot of people like were just like, "Oh, this just makes your Pokemon big," and it's like, "Yes, but no." Um. So 
one interesting thing, and you, you didn't really get a chance to dig into it, but when there there's an actual, like, uh, in the Pokemon screen, there's something that says, like, Dynamax potential or Dynamax level or something like that, and there's actually, like, a like a little bar that shows, like, how powerful the Dynamax can be, I guess. Okay. Like, it wasn't well explained, but it, it seems like, you know, the, the different Pokemon had different Dynamax levels. So I don't know if this is something that you can train up or if certain Pokemon are just better at Dynamaxing than others. Well, could it um, could it also kind of be like, you know, in Pokemon Go, like just some Pokemon start with a different, you know, CP level or yeah. whatnot? Well, the, you know, those are those are levels, you know, that that's all. That's just a really simplified way of showing off their level. Well, right. Uh, but, doesn't, but, the, but can't you well, like some Pokemon? Yeah. At the same oh, point? yeah. Like you're talking like the individual values yeah. and the, yeah. the, the different stats. The that, that's possible. That's, um, that, that, that's possible. Like I said, I didn't really get, you know, they were kind of rushing us along. I only had about 10, 15 minutes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of like trying to absorb as much as I can. Um, but I, I did notice that it, it seemed pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was something. And the other thing is, is that when you Dynamax, all your moves become Dynamax moves. Um, but they don't become like set Dynamax moves. Like, you know, so all the grass moves, um, become, um, uh, like it's, it's, it's I think it was called like max overgrowth or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not only did it change that move into basically a giant grass attack, which also transforms the field into a grassy field. Um, you know, depending on the base strength of the original move, that determines the actual strength of that um, of the Dynamax move. It's kind of like Z moves in that way, where mm-hmm. you know if you Z moved, you know if you used a weak. Z move, you know, if your move was originally weak and you used it as a Z move, uh, it wouldn't be as powerful as you if you use something like Hyper Beam. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, so the I only got to do two Dynamax moves. Well, one was done to me, and one was done to I did one, um, and they both had different effects. Um, I got hit with a, I think it was called like Max, but it was a Max Rock move, but it turned everything into a Sandstorm, and mm. then I did Max Growth. But the interesting thing was was that those both stacked. So like a sandstorm came and hit me. So, you know, that, that created the sandstorm effect. And also the grassy field also stayed in effect, which I, I think that can happen in the normal games, but I have to go back and check. Because mm-hmm. usually there's only one weapon position at a time. So that, that was kind of interesting. Hmm. Nice. Well, how did it look? Did it look gorgeous? Uh, it looked I mean, uh, the, the, the demos and the Twitter videos and all that stuff don't, do not do it justice. Like, looking, it on, looking at it on a big screen, this is by far the best-looking Pokemon game we've ever gotten. I mean, it looks mm. even better than Pokemon Let's Go. I'm so um, Like, mm. the, the, lighting, the lighting looks better. Uh, the non-Pokemon characters look so fantastic. Like, Nessa, like, everything's so smooth. Like, you know, um, like Nessa had a different animation for her Dynamax than what my character's Dynamax uh, thing was. So when she like Dynamaxed it, like she had an entirely different animation with how she threw her Dynamax ball compared to when I took mine and threw the Dynamax ball. And like, you know, we we got like full animations for when people win and when people lose. You know, my Pokemon celebrated with me when I won, which is kind of like um, cool. what they did in Pokemon Let's Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pikachu or Eevee, kind of giving you a high five. Um, 
So like it's it's a lot better looking than people give it credit for. You know, anyone who says, "Oh, you know, Pokemon Coliseum or Pokemon Stadium had better animations than this," they're <laughs> they're totally full of it. I mean, that that's what it comes down to. They're they're, mm. they're totally that this is easily the best Pokemon game, best looking Pokemon game that we will get. Like mm. it, it's going to blow everyone away. And like when you when you look at it, like actually experience it you get why when they're saying like, Hey, we didn't have enough time to load up the graphics for all 900 forms of Pokemon. You, you kind of get it because when you see like just the difference between this and Pokemon ultra, uh, sun and ultra moon, like it, it's night and day. Like yes. you'll never go back to a 3ds game after this. So did you stay to watch the tournament at all or? Only, only a little bit. Um, I, I watched um, one. Uh, I, I watched. Uh, it, it, this was. I went on Friday, so it was the opening okay. day. So this was the round robin. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did get to see the guy who eventually won the Masters mm. uh, participate. Who his name is Wolf Blick, and he's actually the guy mm. who uh, he's the first person to win one of every major type of tournament. So he's won an international. He's won worlds before. He's won the national level and he's won a regional level and he's the first oh, person cool. to ever do all four. And he people kind of thought he was, I don't want to say washed up, but, you know, he's been on the scene for a while and he had a rough start to the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he ran a, a Celestelia, uh, the, the Ultra Beast, mm-hmm. uh, Stila. Um, he, he ran that and ended up winning with it. And, wow. um you know, th- this year's format is kind of like anything goes. So, you know, we were seeing like Mega Rayquazas and, um, you know, Ultra Beasts going at. I mean, this is kind of like your your heavyweight division. There's no limitations whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing him win it was pretty cool. You know, he, he was one of the first people that I kind of followed on the competitive scene. So it was mm-hmm. neat getting to see him win. Um, so I, I watched a little bit of it. Um, I, I didn't get to stay too long. I had my four-year-old. My wife mm-hmm. was coming off ankle surgery that took place literally earlier that day. Yikes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, my, like, you know, we've been... That devotion, been, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we had our priorities straight. Like, she was the one who, like, came out of her anesthesia and was like, let's go to the Pokemon tournament. Was like, <laughs> there anything hey. special for Pokemon Go or... or- uh, Pockin, please tell me about Pockin. <laughs> um, they 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 didn't have anything special for Pokemon Go. You could get a special Pokemon for the um, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I I forget which one it was. I think it was mm-hmm. a Gastrodon, um, but I, I could be mistaken there. I I didn't bring my 3DS with me, um, mm-hmm. so I didn't grab it. They they actually had a Pokemon Center at, at this oh, this cool. year. So mm. That was cool. I I picked up a few things. Um, including the Bulbasaur that's behind me on mm. this side. Oh, beautiful. So I got one of those sitting cuties, and there's a Mewtwo GX um, gallery figure that's behind me. Oh, cool. Uh, which, that one was pretty cool, too. So they had a lot of cool stuff. I mean, it was pretty small. Um, like, it was only, like, a maybe 10 by 20 space. Mm. Uh, like, oh, so you that's know, one of those, like, new Beanie Baby types? Yeah, Oh, that's yeah, cool. that's on the new Beanie Babies. Um, mm-hmm. So they had like four or five designs of those. Um, they they had a lot of plushes. You could buy like uh, a two hundred and fifty dollar plush of Pikachu, which is like the size of my son. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, he was not a fan of that. He he ended up coming away with a 
what he refers to as a baby Pikachu, which is like uh, maybe like this big. It's like even tinier than like the usual Pokemon plushes mm-hmm. of Pikachu. Like he's got three Pikachu plushes plus a Libra Pika- uh, Pikachu Libre, and now he has baby Pikachu. Perfect. Um, which he's been Let's inseparable. Turn that Pikachu army. Yeah, he's 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 already got it. Trust me. Nice. Um, but. Weird thing was he was scared of the Pikachu mascot. Like you know, yeah, same are. thing happened with my daughter and Pikachu. We only got a picture with Evie because mm-hmm. she was scared of the giant Pikachu. His explanation for me was that that Pikachu would not fit in his bed. Aww. <laughs> I will say this though: when Worlds was at Nashville and I was there, as I'm wearing my shirt from that last year, yeah, um, I saw that. I was I got to talk with the handlers of the mascots and like. The Pokemon Company is, and the the organizers of these events for nationals and worlds and international, they are so strict with who is in the mascots. I mean, not only, like, the size. I mean, obviously, there's a certain Mm -hmm. height they need to be. But, but like, the personality. Like, the people who were at Worlds last year in the Pikachu and Eevee costume were the first and second place winners of, like, the international mascot, like, championships (laughs) of that year. Like, they were the crop of, like, creme de la creme of mascots. These were the best of the best like Pikachu costume wearers. Yeah, they, like, flew them out. Like, they were... That's like insane. prize mascot, That's you know, great. professionals. And I was like, I will never Ooh. forget that video of all of the, the Pikachus dancing. And I guess what were inflatable costumes. Yeah. yeah. And then the one that deflates and immediately gets like taken out by just like <laughs> suits. Like the Drag. worst part of that is like what happens in that video. Sorry, tangent. The person who first gets up is one of the costume alterations, like the people mm-hmm. who are in charge of overseeing the outfit. So she, they were going to try to fix it. The other people who then tackled them were tackling that person because they thought they were trying to take <laughs> out Pikachu. Oh, so then really? Pikachu just got taken out. And I was like, y'all need a better system <laughs> of identification. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. Oh, all right. Well, it sounds like you had fun. Sounds like Sword and Shield is going to be just as good as, as yeah. we hope it will be. And Megan and I are obviously seething with jealousy. So. Yeah, I well, this is just revenge for you guys got hands on on Pokemon Let's Go last year. Or, That's true. Uh, yeah, so you guys got your hands on that early, so it was my time to take <laughs> <laughs> always, of course. All right, uh, before we get on out of here, we need to come up with like a jingle or something to intro the fact of the week. Mm-hmm. Poke the fact. that's it we're gonna just we're just gonna clip clip that out we're gonna isolate that audio put it on repeat put some auto-tune all right christian what do you got for us this week hey so this one um is um not not a creepy one um so there is a generation of starter pokemon um with a very specific aesthetic design behind their final evolutions and they are based on um the ideas of the three (laughs) main uh pokemon demographics namely japan uh china and the west um do you know which starter pokemon those are like in my head being like wait 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 no i am oh so um Megan, actually, the anime uh, vertical covered part of this answer. Uh, this came from an interview, an old interview back in, uh, that was done in 2011 and was recently translated. Um, so uh, the Gen 5 starters, um, Superior, um, uh, Embor, and um, 
I, I, for life of me, I'm forgetting Oshawott, um, uh, Empoleon, uh, mm. no, not Empoleon. Um, I, I can't for, I can't, it's the, the, the seal samurai. Um, oh but, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm looking it up now cause this is going to drive me nuts. <laughs> um, um, oh, samurai, samurai. Of course it's, it's, it's literally a samurai seal. Of course it would be named samurai. So the, the aesthetics of those are based off of um, they, they wanted to show off how culturally diverse the uh, Unova uh, region was. So the starters all come from a different distinct aesthetic. So uh, as we said, Samurai is based off a of Japanese samurai. Um, Embor is supposed to um, they, they imagined him as a character from a very classic um, Chinese um, folktale called the Chinese Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Um, and that character is called Zhang Fei, and he was like this very famous Chinese general. And like, if you look at a statue of this guy, it's like, oh my god, it's Embor as a human. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you'll see like his—he's got these. Um, Embor's got like the very distinctive symbols around his um, stomach and chest, and it's a very Chinese um, uh, kind of aesthetic. And then the last one, Superior, is supposed to be the kind of this graceful knight. And they actually mentioned um, that. Uh, Superior uh, was from, um, they, they, they kind of got this idea that was from like the Rose of Versailles, which is a really famous uh, Japanese manga anime. Oh! Oh! Like, you know, this graceful <laughs> Yeah, it all makes perfect sense. I missed the context of this because I wrote an article. We wrote an article last week about the Rose of Versailles, but I was so focused on that anime. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. I just missed the rest of the context. <laughs> which, which kind of made me laugh that, you know, of of the three, they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, like, you know, Oshawott's going to turn into the samurai and, you know, Embor's going to be this really famous Chinese historical fi- uh, figure and superior is going to be the Rose of Versailles because that's what we think of when we think of, you know, <laughs> European nice. Western culture. I love um, it. Like, I, I like that. Like, I, yeah, uh, why, why the heck not? I'd rather that's, than that's pick that than like Code Geass or something. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> so. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah. For, like, give me, give me the Rose of Versailles. Yeah. Any, High school no. double D, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> um, well. But, you know, I, Oh, go yeah, ahead. I, I never would have even thought of that. Like, you mm-hmm. know, that those are supposed to represent distinct, you know, cultures um, until like, it, you know, until they spell it out. And then you're like, oh, my God. This yeah. Is like, so uh, duh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Good to know. That's a good one. Poke effect of the week. Thanks, Christian. You're welcome. If you want to listen to more Pokemon facts every week, subscribe to the show. iTunes, Stitcher, tune in. Wherever a podcast can be found, you can find a wild podcast has appeared. And I think also, if you want to listen to our previous Pokemon facts, in addition to all of the great news and banter that we bring each week, go back and listen listen to some old episodes. I know I've, you know some folks have come in late, went back, listened to the rest just to catch up, and now are here with us on the ride moving forward. So I highly suggest that. Mm. We new episodes come out every Thursday, mm-hmm. wherever you can get those podcasts. And so we look forward to uh, hearing from you. If you want, hit us up on on Twitter. You can find me at Jim Biscardi. I'm on Twitter at Megan Peters CB, and I am at Seehofer Seabus. So you can let us know what you think of our episodes. But before we go, we're going to do one very important thing. Yes, we're going to read some reviews. If we read your review, Christian's got them ready. Email me, 
editor at comicbook.com, and we will get a comicbook.com t-shirt out to you post-haste. Christian, okay. hit us up. Uh, so this is from somebody named Shuriko Revived, and it said, I had an awesome time listening to your podcast because it was full of really cool facts about Pokemon. I know that most people might say stuff like that because there are many Pokemon fans and that I am just one of them. I like that you guys have a sense of humor and that you have separate opinions. By the way, I'm a 12-year-old named Layton, and my favorite Pokemon is Greninja. Uh, if you go to my YouTube channel, Shuriko Revived Unleashed, you will see that Greninja is all over it. And um, he, he asks for us to give him a shout-out. That was several weeks ago, so sorry we didn't get to you um, this, this you know couple episodes ago, but we're giving you a shout-out. Uh, there it is. Yep, and then he ends it with, at least promise me that podcast will keep on going because it is what makes me happy to listen to every Thursday. Well, look, oh. we're nine episodes in. We're not stopping now. I hope he's make. Um, we planned every episode. We will just go in planning to make this kid happy. Just talking. Yep. I mean, now I, I feel like we need to drop a Greninja mention. Greninja yeah. mention. I Greninja. So. I hope that. I hope this this listener was very happy when Detective Pikachu just came out with all the Greninja. A lot yeah. of Greninja. So much and, Greninja. And freaky bad guys, too. Yeah. I know. Ah, justice for Greninja. <laughs> Christian, let's go. Let's do one more. Okay. Um, this one um, came uh, uh, this week, um, and it was, I stumbled across this podcast recently and have been hooked ever since. It has very intelligent and engaging conversation while making sure to keep me laughing and entertained. The hosts work well together. I especially like the Pokemon facts at the end. Mm. Overall, this is definitely a must-listen to Pokemon fa- for Pokemon fans. I see you. So, picked, yeah. That was a self-serving review that you picked there. I see uh, yep. what you did. That's fine. So Listen, I noticed you didn't say all... who wrote it. The, was it <laughs> yeah. Seahawk yeah, or Seabus? It? Yeah. It, was, it was Dark Type Trainer 410. Ooh. Hey, listen. The end of every single one of these reviews is like, the Pokefacts are awesome. Um, that's yeah. what I said. That's yeah. why we call. That's why I introduced it as the fan favorite, favorite segment of the podcast. Also, no pressure, Hoffer. But if you ever mess up, we will come for you. I know. If you give us a really like shitty one, like it's... like a really a really lame fact. Did you guys know that Charizard? If you uh, you know Charizard's tail goes out, it dies. Ah, oh, really? Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got Did two you know Pokemon that, like, facts this week. Look one great yeah, one and go. one. A bonus one. Yeah. Take a bonus. <laughs> or the road. All right. We need to get out of here. So if you want uh, your chance to win a comicbook.com t-shirt, uh, head on over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Write us something nice. We'll read it on air. And then we'll send it out to you. Mm-hmm. This was a good week. Yeah. We're going to have, uh, I think we'll have another good week coming up. Yeah, so I'll be gone next week. You're gonna, Megan is going to be gone at Anime Expo next week. I'll be at Anime oh, Expo man. dying, but I will also be watching uh, Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. Right. And then, so we'll talk about yeah. that in two weeks. Yes, the voice yeah. actor for Pikachu will be there as well as the producer and director. So Ooh. look at there, look at there. Lined up yet? Yeah, so I'm excited. That'll be fun. We'll have to find someone else to sit in the seat next week. Mm. No All one right. can replace mm. me. Well, you know where to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that laugh was either really encouraging or he absolutely does not believe me. <laughs> uh, well, folks, you know where to find us. Same place, same time, every Thursday. We'll see you next week.